Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. If you would like more information about our church, please visit www.fbcottawa.org. Well, it's Sunday, and Friday's coming. It's Sunday, and the palm branches are waving, and the crowd is gathered. But Friday's coming. It's, it's Sunday, and the crowd is gathered on the outside of Jerusalem, expecting a king to ride in and put the people of God and people like them in the rightful place, position, and that, and that Rome would be dethroned. It's Sunday and the people are excited. But Friday's coming. It, it's Sunday and the people have been waiting in exile for hundreds of years. Ever since the, since the Babylonian exile in 587, the people of God have felt continuously like they were under the thumb of one empire after another, except for a brief time under Judas Maccabeus, about 170, 180 AD, just a brief season of seeming freedom. They are expecting a deliverer, one who would save them. It's Sunday, and they can feel victory because, well, they're gathered on the outside of Jerusalem. And they've heard about one who's worked miracles and who's walked on water, turned water into wine, raised the dead, given sight to the blind, who has spoken with authority, not like their prophets, could he be the Messiah? Oh, it's Sunday, and they're gathered on the outside of town, but Friday's coming. It's Sunday, and they feel like the time has come at last, that Yahweh will return to Zion, that God's place in the temple and in Jerusalem, that people will be made whole. Oh, it's Sunday, and they cannot wait for their long-awaited, anointed Christ deliverer to come and set them free. And so they're waving palm branches of religious devotion and nationalistic fervor all mixed together. It's Sunday and they're having quite the party. They're excited because their deliverer has come. It's Sunday. But Friday's coming. It's, it's Sunday and Jesus has taken his seat upon a donkey perhaps even a small one, and he has gathered a crowd, and, and they're excited, and they are definitely blessed as he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, which means save us. Hosanna. Oh, the people are so excited. Just as we, we want someone to, to make right what is wrong in the world and in us. We want someone to come and be a deliverer, to deliver us from oppression and from darkness and Oh, from the evil powers, wherever they may be, we want people to deliver us from the powers, spiritual and otherwise. Oh, it's Sunday and their deliverer has come. It's Sunday and they're excited. But Friday's coming. It's Sunday, and on that one end of Jerusalem, Jesus has gathered, and the crowds are waving the palm branches, and you can feel the electricity in the air. 
scholars, John Dominic Crossan and Marcus Board, in their research, believe that there was another procession going on that day. It was coming in from the other end of town. It was Sunday, and Pilate was coming into town riding a war horse, complete with all of the, the accoutrements of imperial power, intimidation. Pilate is riding in, so it's Sunday. And there's a parade coming in from one end and a parade coming in from the other end of Jerusalem and they are converging parades. It's Sunday and those caught up in the, in the Roman Empire are, are beside Pilate. But it seems that the enthusiasm is with the prophet from Galilee. It seems that the fervor is in the waving of the palm branches, but the, but the power of the sword is riding in on the other side of town. It's Sunday. But Friday's coming. It's Sunday and the palm branches are definitely being waved at the one who will deliver us and save us. Perhaps not in the way that the crowds imagined exactly. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. They're waving palm branches at the one that they hoped would defeat the one riding in from the other side of town. It's Sunday. And the collision is coming, and the decisions are coming. And where the crowd would stand come Friday was coming at Sunday, but Friday was coming. Jesus rode into Jerusalem, and of course, all those things happened. It was Sunday, and Jesus seemed intent on bringing about the Friday that was coming. Jesus rode into town, and, and the first thing he does is he goes into the temple. As you read the Gospel of Mark, and he goes and looks around that first evening, and the very next day on Monday, he goes and cleanses the temple, flipping over tables, saying, you have my house to be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you've made it a den of robbers. It was Sunday, but Friday was surely coming now. Because you see, Jesus was riding into town in opposition to Pilate and his horse-drawn power parade. And now he's gone into the temple. Now he's gone into the temple over against the religious leaders as well. He's come to save us, to deliver us. It was Sunday, but Friday was coming. And the events of Holy Week, and as you read through those events of Holy Week, you read the stories Jesus tells and the parables that he tells, and, and Jesus seems intent on stating that he is indeed the King of the Jews and the Son of God, and that he is indeed, he has a word, but again, it's not the word they expect. You see, on that Sunday when they were waving palm branches, they were hearkening back to the time of the Maccabean Revolution where, where just for a brief time the Jews had their person on the throne. For a brief time they were free from Rome for a brief time. And those palm branches like, save us. Hosanna, son of David, save us. Save us from empire. Save us from Pilate. Save us from Caesar. Save us from Rome. Save us from being in exile like we've been ever since 587 B.C. Save us. Deliver us. Jesus had saving on his mind when he rode into Jerusalem. He just had a different enemy on his mind. 
Jesus had saving on his mind when he rode into Jerusalem, but he had a different way of freeing us in a different darkness on his mind. Pilate was only a manifestation of that, which is really in all of us, the, the desire to have power and control and authority and domination. The desire to be in charge, the desire to not be vulnerable, the desire to be certain, all those kinds of things. Jesus had another enemy on his mind. He had a bigger plan. You see, when Jesus rode into town for the final time in the, to the waving of palm branches on that Sunday when Friday was most certainly coming, when he rode into town, Jesus didn't want to just deliver the Jews from Rome. He didn't just want to deliver the oppressed. He wanted to deliver the oppressed and the oppressor. He wanted freedom for all. He wanted, he wanted, in his outstretched arms of love, he was saying there is room in this embrace for those who are waving palm branches and those who are walking beside Pilate's war horse. You mean people that we really don't like, there's room at the cross for them? Oh, it's Sunday, but Friday's coming. You mean, you mean people that we disagree with vehemently and violently? Jesus is saying, oh, there's room at the cross for them. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. But as that message became clearer and clearer throughout the week that Jesus really means this bit of love one another, and he was not going to deliver them from Rome. It seems, it seems the crowd turned on him. Jesus was not going to be beholden to their agenda, but rather to God's. Jesus was not going to be beholden to their nationalistic fervor, but rather to God's who so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. Like the world. Not just Jerusalem or Judea or just Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, but Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. You see, Jesus was proclaiming the love of God, the outstretched love of God, demonstrated his outstretched arm on the cross that it included everyone. And if that has not caused us to stir a bit this morning and go, does that mean I could or should be sitting in church beside and fill in the blank, then maybe we haven't quite heard the Sunday, but Friday's coming yet. You see, the convergence of the parade is a collision of conflicting ideologies that are simply not able to coexist. Thus, Jesus crucified. It was Sunday, and they praised him. They praised the right one, but they praised Jesus for their reasons rather than his And friends, I ask you, how often do we do the same? How often do we take Jesus and see how moldable he is to our concepts, our categories, our priorities, our opinions, and we ascribe Jesus to be strong and muscular and to dislike the same people that we dislike rather than to love all the people that we dislike? I wonder how often. Perhaps this Holy Week and this Palm Passion Sunday, the deepest question we can ask ourselves is like deep, honestly, 
Can we picture ourselves there on that Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday? And where would we be on that Friday? In whose crowd would we be in on that Friday? Would, would we be so afraid of the power of the sword or the power of rejection or the power of empire or so beholden to it or so offended by Jesus cleansing the temple or not disliking the people that we dislike or seeming to include the people that we're uncomfortable with? Would we be so disoriented by his message of radically inclusive love and grace? Would we, would we be so disoriented that we waved a palm branch on Sunday only to shout crucify him on Friday. Friends, if we don't think that we are vulnerable to changing sides from Sunday to Friday, we need to read the story and read ourselves. Because the weight, the weight, the gravity, the magnetism, the pull, towards power always oh, quite compelling indeed quite compelling indeed the disciples themselves even as they followed Jesus they would ask Jesus would say the son of man is going to be crucified and they'd say can we ask you a question when you come into your glory um, could one of us be at your right and one be on your left It took the Holy Spirit for them to get it. It took Pentecost for them to get it. It was Sunday. But Friday was coming. It was Sunday and the praises seemed to move towards the wailing of Mary at the foot of the cross. It was Sunday but it was moving to Friday. It was Sunday, but it was soon going to be noon on Friday when the skies were darkened from noon till three. It was Sunday and the shouts of Hosanna were soon going to be shouts of crucify. It was Sunday. It was Sunday, and perhaps the crowd, in ways they could not admit that day, they wanted the blood of the Romans. But by Friday, it was the blood of Jesus that was shed. It was violence Jesus received to end violence, evil that he absorbed to end the darkness of evil. It was brokenness that he absorbed that by his stripes we might be healed. It was Sunday, but Friday was coming. It, on Sunday, the enemy was Pilate and Caesar and Rome, but by Friday, the enemy was Satan and the power of sin and death itself. Jesus had bigger ideas than the crowd had on Sunday. And he had a more humbling and difficult task ahead of him than they could ever imagine. It was Sunday. But thanks be to God, Friday came, for God so loved the world. We gather today 
particularly remembering that on Sunday they couldn't picture that by Friday his body would be broken. And that some 40 days later they would understand the significance of what happened that day. It was Sunday and it was the week of Passover and they knew about the blood of Passover, the blood on the doorpost. It was Sunday, but they didn't know about the blood of the new covenant that would be shed on Friday, announced on Thursday and shed on Friday. They didn't know, but we know. The blood of Jesus, it is shed for us. Almighty and ever-living and loving God, in the name of Jesus today, we ask that you would consecrate these elements of communion that are before us and that as we come to the table, that by your spirit we are reflective and humbled and grateful and overwhelmed. So may these elements be touched by your spirit to be body and blood, food for our very souls, that we might find ourselves not with the crowd on Friday, but with Mary and the others weeping, preparing a place for gratitude and joy that was to come. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. We invite you to worship with us every Sunday morning at 930 in Ottawa, Kansas. You can find more information about our church at www.fbcottawa.org.